to Crushgasm, the podcast that's dedicated to the highs and lows of crushes, but this month we're crushing on all things spooky, from horror to movies to books and a few things in between, and we're here with a couple of people who may or may not die first in a horror movie, Harvey Laguerre and DeAndre Robinson. <laughs> One host love is black and men are the prize, and the other host masturbators, but at the end of the day, they're both amazing fathers, partners, and podcasters who are here to talk about black folks in horror movies. Harvey, Dre, how are you two? Oh, good, well, good. Well, well I, I'm afraid because I don't want to die first. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been how great would that have been before we start talking? Somebody dies. That would have been. <laughs> That's uh, gonna be the blackening part two. It's like podcasters on Zoom, and they're all like, "Wow, one by one." Um, but before we get into this, can you tell people where they can find you and your shows online? Uh, we'll go alphabetical. Uh, which is uh, my last name, Harvey. <laughs> I think. Cool. All right. Um, you can find my podcast, Men Are the Prize, on my website, harveylaguerre.com. H-A-R-V-E-Y-L-A-G-U-E-R-R-E.com. You can also find Love is Black Podcast at loveisblackpodcast.com. That's it's spelled exactly how it sounds. Exciting. Um all the social media, all that stuff is there, or you just put in our names or my name and you'll find me. But if you look for DeAndre Robinson, I feel like I'm like one, like one name away. What's that six <laughs> degrees? I'm like one degree away from DeAndre at this point. So you can check on that guy and then he'll tell you who's that guy. <laughs> uh, so yeah, some of you, some of you watch Creech 2 without seeing White Creech 2. All right, let's so anyway, uh, my name is DeAndre Robinson, host of the Master Bitters. You can find Master Bitters everywhere, legitly everywhere. You can find podcasts, including YouTube, uh, uh, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, everywhere. Uh, you um, find podcasts, uh, um, and we go do community debates through uh, drafts and brackets, uh, and yeah. Uh, we're live on Tuesdays uh, at 5.45 PT, 5.45 PM PT, and uh, we come out with two to three episodes a week. Uh, um, and yeah, we just want you to have fun. And please don't, you know, I'm not trying to die first. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to rip the bandaid off right away and get into it. The trope that Black people always seem to die first in horror films and how... While that's got some truth to it, it's not necessarily that accurate because a lot of Black characters have made it to the end, like Keith David in The Thing, Brandy and I Still Know What You Did Last Summer, LL Cool J in Deep Blue Sea, and so many others mentioned in a wonderful article by Rich Knight um, up on Cinema Blend. With that, why do you think that trope is still something that's treated like the gospel truth? It's easier to believe. I think <laughs> it's just something that we've, we've believed, we've seen, we think we've seen. So it's just easier and you know, I know to a degree, I think as black people, because I think we're the ones that talk the most about it. I think we kind of like, kind of like being victims in these films. Like we're, it's always us. So it's easy to just kind of sit in that victim mode. I, I, that that would be my guess. So yeah, Harvey's right. It's easy to believe, man. I mean, obviously it's not true. It's funny to talk about it, especially when you're black. It's that underlying, undercover like joke we have, uh, but. Uh, it, it, it's it's not entirely accurate, no. And black black people, I, I really do think most black people know know that. Um, however, though, if you if you, it's not accurate, but it's believable if you if you take in non horror movies as well. Though, mm -hmm. if you take in uh, gangster movies, you take in uh, 
fuck, I think Jurassic Park Samuel Jackson died first. Oh, I thought, so, so like, not and, first, but he he don't make it to the end. He's like, get on that helicopter. <laughs> he was he's one of them. He wanted to put that first. But I'm not saying that they're, they're, if you add in factors of non horror movies, then uh, we, 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 let's say this. We don't make it to the end a lot. Let's say that. <laughs> All right. Uh, the, the movies that I remember, I remember making it to the end a lot, I think it was LL Cool J um, in that one movie, uh, Brandy and I Still Do Last Summer. And we I thought about she died. Uh, and uh, and all the black horror movies. Besides <laughs> that, I don't remember him putting me else. I, you know what? I think that it might just, and I'm not to get all serious here for a quick second, but I feel like it almost this trope kind of parallels our real life to a degree. Mm -hmm. I, racism is here and it's always going to be here. But what we're dealing with in 2023 is not what our parents dealt with in 1963. So racism is still here. So we're going to still say racism exists, but we have to do some degree kind of agree that it's better than it was before. So to accept, to take this trope and say, you know what, back then it might've been true because hell, we weren't in horror movies to begin with before that. We weren't even in movies to then go to the point where now we're in them, but now they just kill us because it's quick. To then to get to the point where, hey, we even direct them. And we make them and we make sure that we survive. So we're progressing, but it's still easier to just sit in this, oh shit, I'm gonna die. They still doing the credits. Who's the, you know, like who's the buffer as I get stabbed mm -hmm. or something. It's easier to think that way. But we, like I said, it's kind of easy to sit in that victimhood, but we're, it's getting better. And the best uh, way to do it is just, we come up with our movies and ourselves and we, the whole cast is black. We have, somebody's got to make it, right? So, mm -hmm. uh, so, just be like what Harvey said, uh, with black casted, black casted or black directed movies, horror movies, by the way. Um, my only thing is I would wish that it was more respected. They're doing more respected. There are some really good horror movies directed, black horror movies directed. I mean, keep, I mean, Peel, I mean, Us and, 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 uh, and Get Out are fucking great. And you'll write some, like, we're doing, um, Maximus is doing the, horror movie uh, bracket again, and they're ranked two and four. Uh, Get Out is ranked two uh, out of 200, and uh, Us is ranked fourth out of 200. So we get a respect for, from Rotten Tomatoes, which, uh, Rotten Tomatoes, but <laughs> we're not getting respect from the voters, because when, when I say that from the skin of the teeth that Get Out won, and, and, and it, and it beat misery and I'm saying I'm not saying misery is a bad movie. I want to make sure that it's not but I personally don't think misery is a horror movie. Personally. But I, my my saying is that I don't think that black movies, black black horror movies get the respect that it deserves. Well, we'll talk more about Jordan Peele in a minute, but what I found uh, more interesting in horror than the final black was the token friend, um, the craft, it, the faculty, Stranger Things, Cabin in the Woods. It's like white people in horror can't fathom more than one black person in their social circle. Um, is that something you ever noticed in horror movies? It's in everything. It's, I mean, for it annoys the hell out of me when you watch a TV show and you know what they do? they sounds terrible what is done in these shows and movies is we don't get a plethora of black people we just get like the the important black person so there's gonna <laughs> if you think about watch law and order aside from a lot of the criminals being black and maybe an attorney the way to make sure a black person is always in the scene is he or she's the judge 
So they just give that person power. We don't get quantity. We just get them the important person. And that's in that's a trope in all movies. In all movies. So of course you see that in horror. It's that best friend. You could hear the music play when that black friend is walking because you know it's about to go down. It's it's always, it's always been there. And I would rather, I would rather like there are no black people in the cast because all the white people just fit then stick a black person who didn't belong in there just to say that we were diverse or we were inclusive. Like it is, mm -hmm. I'm used to seeing movies without black people. And you know, it is what it is. And horror is no different. Speaking of what Harvey said, um, it's everywhere. The Jilly, every, that, that token friend is everywhere. The Jilly South Park had a black character named Tolkien. Well, <laughs> it's Tolkien. Yeah. <laughs> it's Tolkien. And they knew what they were doing, but they, yeah, and they ran with it. And that was Damn, actually so horrible. Brilliant. And that's actually brilliant. Can I say that's brilliant? Yes. Uh, but, 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 but it's everywhere, though. And Harvey's right. I've, there's not a quantity, a quantity of, um, what's to say, white horror movies that have a lot of black, um, black, uh, um, Cast members. Cast members in it. They're either the token close close friend, a person of power, or a drug addict, or mm. like some, mm. some, somebody crazy as fuck. So drug addict crazy as fuck. Um, and yeah, so I mean, I, I wish for for a fact that there was more. I'm okay with not not, not having white white quote unquote white horror movies just being all white. Because there are a lot of movies, especially in the '80s, that were you know, all white. I mean, I'm tired of the, the movies, even just out of horror as well. I'm tired of movies that they're in some random, like white or white town, and they have that random black guy, <laughs> random, <laughs> random black guy. A, a, not another teen movie, a horrible movie as it is, did it fucking perfectly. <laughs> did it fucking perfectly. I'm only in some scene because I'm a black guy. <laughs> did it perfectly. So I rather, I rather, I rather, I rather have just that they're all white. Make it, make, make it believable. Then I'm I'm I'm, 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 I'm not saying that there never been any tokens. Cause there there definitely are. I tokens but black people in white groups because there definitely are. I'm just saying that I rather I rather see it just be all white. Um, and, and not segregated, not, not segregated as well, but I rather be truthful. And and to me, it, it doesn't feel truthful to me. But I do think that the trope of like the black people always saying first, the token character did lead us to a franchise that started out soaring but lost its wings once the Waynes brothers were no longer behind it or involved in that scary movie. Uh, but again, it started out pretty perfect, spoofing almost every cliche and horror movie concept that there was at the time. Uh, what was your initial reaction to Scary Movie when it dropped 23 years ago now? It was amazing. <laughs> scary movie, scary movie one and two. Mm -hmm. Listen, and, and people hate when I say this, but it's, it's the truth. Nobody can fuck with the Wayne brother when it comes to spoof movies. It, mm -hmm. it, it, it really is. I mean, I'm a get you sucker. I, I don't know. Uh, um, uh, don't be messed up. Such a hood. Scary movie one and two. Hunted uh, House one and one and two, which is actually underrated. Uh, Dance flick, like whatever. Um, these motherfuckers can make a spoof movie and, it, and, and it's amazing. Scare Movie 1 and 2, Scare Movie was hilarious. I think Scare Movie 2 is better. Okay. So Scare, movie, Scare Movie 2 is fucking amazing. That hand uh, in the yeah. potatoes. <laughs> take, take my strong hand. Okay. My friends in high school and me would to this day were like, take my strong hand. <laughs> and and it, was, it was just amazing. Like, like I love how they 
and, and, and they, they didn't miss anything in horror movies too. They, they did every single cliche, especially in one and two, and took it and ran with it. And I love this so much. I personally love scary movie one and two. You, I think what's so good about those two, those movies, is that they went through every trope. They didn't go through just the black ones. The black ones are mm -hmm. are in there. That's what made it better. I was sitting there waiting for them to do the black trope, the best friend or whatever. Every trope was in there, including the black girl, the loud black woman in the movie theater, all this stuff. And they, they hit everything and they were amazing. And when you have a family that's in the business, the, the Wayans family, they're all in it. That's why it works out. They've seen all these tropes. I mean, with Keenan is cool with Robert Townsend. So you know all that, all that stuff together. They hit everything. Black people in the business see it different. A black director is gonna see it different than a white director, than of Clive or any other director, Francis Ford, whatever. We see film, we see the business, you know, in our vision, in our movie. So I, I love the fact, and I love horror movies. So I laughed at the scary movies and thinking a black person made this. There was black people in the room when this was written or directed. And that's, that doesn't always happen. Well, for a long time, you guys mentioned it earlier, horror did feel like a very white space. And I know we have Candyman, Jordan Peele, and we're going to get to that in a minute. But sticking with the Waynes Brothers and their spoofs, and most recently, the blackening, really delivering, I think, more laughs than scares. Do you think that Black people approach horror with humor because in reality, we just face way scarier things than ghosts and goblins? I would like to think, I would like to just go first with some Harvey with my, uh, my co-host and one of my closest friends, Cam uh, and watch the draft and should be on some of the draft as well. Uh, Cam says says it perfectly, and, and and I never thought about the reason why I don't be scared. Like I'm scared like maybe one or two. I was scared of one or two movies ever, and that was it. You know, it wasn't really it. Next ninety was really was a movies a, a miniseries and. Uh, Touch from the hood. Now, touch from the hood. Touch from the hood because those fucking porcelain dolls. My foster mom had one of the porcelain dolls, and I swear the mm. motherfuckers moved. Mm -hmm. Motherfuckers moved like when I moved. Mm. That's the only two reasons why. Only, but outside <laughs> of that, scary movies are like comedy to me. They're, 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 I always popcorn and fucking laugh. And the, what she said was that we like it, it's not realistic. It's not realistic. It's not realistic, and we go through a lot of other horrible shit uh, to this to this day. The reason why. The reason why. Uh, get out. And, and again, we're talking about Jordan Peele. We want to get out with one of my favorite horror movies because, again, I'm not saying that you know a lot of white people will come around with a, a spoon in the cup. However, mm -hmm. that's just more realistic to me than fucking Freddy coming out, Freddy coming, or Jason coming, or or whatever. So it's not really realistic to me. So I can't be I, I, I personally am not scared of things that are not realistic to me. Period. I think what's interesting with horror and for a lot of white directors who do horror, there's this tendency to go to the, you know, the supernatural. You go to stuff that's kind of hard to believe. And I mean, it would be kind of ridiculous to be like, white people aren't scared of a lot of things. So when they do horror, they have to do stuff that's not believable. They have to do crazy stuff. If you look at black directors, black horror movies, we don't have to go to those lengths. Get Out is horror in some real i mean it's a stretch but like the underlings like the beginnings of it it's just him dating some white girl and it's just like this stuff horror for us can be related to real life versus for i'm i'll say people from the caucus mountains 
it has to be some it has to be freddy krueger it has to be jason it has to be the spiky guy it's it the stuff they have to come with the shit that they have to come up with to scare themselves is epic while we can take walking down the street and make it the scariest thing. That's how Get Out starts. You know, my, my man walked down a white neighborhood. He's walking down. <laughs> if you, that's the beginning. Mm -hmm. That's that's the essence of that movie. Just being black, and I know white people are going to hear that, or other people are going to say, "Oh, whatever," blah blah blah. But it's true. Mm -hmm. Sometimes just living is difficult enough. So you tweak it a little bit, and all of a sudden it's a horror movie. It's all of a sudden it's rated R, and it's some crazy shit. So I don't know. I think I think that's it. And the payback of what, what Harvey said, I mean, on some real shit. And again, I'm gonna go back to Tales from the Hood. If you watch, so Tales from the Hood is like four stories in one. And one was the porcelain dolls. And a lot of black family had those fucking porcelain dolls. No porcelain mm -hmm. dolls are horrible. Uh, there was a, a zombie cop. Now, the thing about the zombie cop is that he had racist fucking partners. They pissed on his, when he died, they pissed on his grave. And, and, and that's what made him mad. They had an abusive father. One of those stories, the abusive father, and uh, and a, a, a kid that had magical powers when he drew. When he drew, like like it was it was real shit. That like Harvey said, squeaked a little bit, and then just made a horror. Totally agree. I think that my my old roommate, she's white, she loves horror, and I was like, these aren't that scary. I'm not scared of this paranormal activity because I know this shit is never going to happen, but you make a horror movie about cops or something, I'm probably going to be terrified for the rest of the night. So I totally agree with those you guys are coming with. I also think white people, uh, not just horror, but I think that's why they're really into like extreme sports and stuff. Like they need that adrenaline rush. I have this theory as well. It's why they skydive more than we do. It's why they're like, oh, let's go hop off a, you know a cliff or some shit but yeah that's another because she also did jump out of an airplane <laughs> I was like, so, 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 so I'm not gonna lie. I, I jumped out of your plane for him. Oh, <laughs> that's not why I didn't you? I'm not gonna lie. I've done it. I've done it before. It's, it's not bad. Listen, I need mm -mm. to lose like 50 pounds. I'm going to do it again. Down the truth. Like, you got to be 250 or less. And I'm not, I, I got to lose a lot more weight. But it's <laughs> not. Uh, it's, it was fun. It was it was scary as shit. I'm not gonna lie, but it was fun. Mm, no, <laughs> <laughs> stay grounded. But what we're gonna do, we're gonna go to the 90s because while the 80s had a few black characters here and there in horror, the 90s was really when black folks started to become more than, I'll say the sidekicks, thanks to movies like uh, Candyman, you mentioned Tales from the Hood, we had People Under the Stairs, we also had Ice Cube and LL Cool J in movies like Anaconda, like I said, Deep Blue Sea. What do you think changed in the 90s that inspired this sort of birth of something new for black people in the horror genre? Hip hop. I'm not gonna lie. We came to the top of my head for some reason. The hip hop culture, and people just think that hip hop is just just music. But that that culture it changed mm -hmm. a lot. I mean, it changed a lot for sports. It changed a lot for movies. It changed a lot for what you read. It's always what you watch. Like hip hop culture, and and, and for us getting up, up for ourselves as well and fight for ourselves for, to get on all the shit as well. I'm not saying they didn't do it in the '80s. I'm saying definitely in the '90s. Cause I do remember what Anaconda. Uh, um, Cube said that he's not doing a movie if he, if he yeah. dies. Mm -hmm. It's in his contract. Yeah, in his contract. If he, if he, if he dies, he's not going to do the, music, the movie. And uh, I think uh, El Kuti has something similar as well in in uh, in uh, the, the Blue Sea, something like that. And so the hip hop culture, like it made us stand up for ourselves for a lot of a lot of shit. So that's the, that's the first thing that came up came to my mind. Go ahead, Harvey. 
I agree. And I, what I see, and you guys know I'm an 80s, like that's my thing. So a lot, the 80s is, you know, it's Michael, it's Prince, it's Whitney and stuff like that. But towards the end of the 80s and then going into the 90s, it's musically, we really start to take over. Mm-hmm. It's that's when we're really more represented. Aside from the anomalies that are Michael and Prince, you know, you know Whitney stuff like that. Then hip hop. Then it's like gangster hip hop kind of comes, and we take over music. We're number one all the time. Where occasionally we weren't. So we have to be represented in every form of media. If it's music and we're taking over, then you're going to do a horror movie. Chances are we're on the soundtrack, which means we need to be in the movie. Which means now I have now I'm a rapper. I have more power, and I'm gonna I'm not just going to do this movie for fun. Now I need to be represented. We parallel music. Music we start taking over. We start being more representative. I think it's the same thing for movies. It took longer for us to get directors to do horror, but we still had the Hughes brothers, and we still had you know Spike Lee is on the push also. But if you look at media, I guess the best way to say it. As black people move in, we change everything that we're a part of. So we change music, we change movie, we change TV. There's more of our TV shows on. All of it. The more we're a part of it, the more we have to be in horror movies. We have to be in everything. Interesting, you say hip hop. I remember a few years ago, the news was like, "What was more influential, the beat to music, the Beatles or the entirety of hip hop?" And I was like, "Are you kidding me? Hip hop mm-hmm. is like more than music. It is fashion. It is like our vernacular. It is so much ingrained into just like culture, not just pop culture." So glad mm-hmm. you said that because that's what I, I was thinking too. I was like, "Well, it's the hip hop uh, explosion. It was in yeah. not just the the you know black communities, like little white kids in the suburbs mm-hmm. love them some yeah. hip hop." I took a history, a hip hop class in college uh, with a little old white man who was actually a jazz professor, but he kind of just like gave us this hip hop history book. It was one of my favorite classes. Unfortunately, it was at 8 a.m. So I did miss it quite a few times. (laughs) (laughs) But were you going to say something, Dre? I was going to say when you said uh, the white kids in in, in, in the suburbs, Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, they don't do right like I have one right now with wave cap and and, (laughs) What <laughs> one of my favorite things in the 90s, but one of my favorite like sketch comedy, and I'm a big Chappelle show fan. But we we, we did this strange uh, boxes, and and the, the, the little white kids listen to 50 Cent. Say I'm from the street, man. G G G G unit. Say you are. Get your ass in the car. And he left him in the hood. He said, "All right, all right, we got your sister rocks. Goodbye." Oh my god. But but kid, you're right, man. The West kids, influenced by hip hop, I mean, I mean, they 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 bought a lot of our shit. They bought a lot of our music, the fashion, the everything. So if 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 hip hop and black culture, quote unquote, was pushed so hard, we have to put that in everything. So you have to make sure that we didn't die as much. No, we didn't. Uh, we, <laughs> Yeah, Vice Cube's selling. You can't really let the snake swallow him whole. But do you have any favorite black horror movie icons of the 90s? Candyman's my favorite. I I, I love that guy. That I love that horror. That was fun in general. And it's an interesting idea. Can't say his name three times. And just, like, I, I it's simple. Good horror isn't crazy. Good horror, it doesn't have to be, you know, there doesn't have to be a lot of things going on. You take what's relatively believable and you tweak it a little bit and you can make it scary. And I think that's why Candyman worked. It was just in the neighborhood. 
it was just something that kids heard. Mm -hmm. It was this myth. And if you do this, it, it, you think about that. It's not that hard to believe. You could scare a kid with something simple like that. I mean, and for I, sure. I, and, I, and, I, and that's why it was perfect. It was easy. It didn't, didn't require me to fall asleep and some being to come out. It didn't require this whole story about you killing me and I just keep coming back and coming back and coming back. It's just here. This guy's going to show up. He gonna look like you, and then he gonna kill you, and that's horrible enough for me. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I think that's why Candyman left. Uh, he he became the God of Truth. Not gonna lie. Um, just just some Google googlings to make sure I didn't miss anything. Uh, there's not a lot of black uh, 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 creatures in horror in, in, in the '90s. In the '90s. Uh, so, but the two I'm going to talk about right now, I'm going leaving Candyman. But again, I talk about Tales from the Hood because Tales from the Hood is. I mean, I'm from Philly, so one of the black horror movies, black horror movies that I watched, and the the end, the, the devil scene scared the shit out of a lot of people. Well, that's not really me because I've read it's this, but that oh you are in hell, and then they, they start burning up. That, that, and I forgot the, the guy's name too. He's an iconic uh, black uh, actor um, that, that played the devil and the stories. But he, but so, so that that guy, and then <laughs> Carver's gonna probably love this one. Uh, I've got his name, but. Eddie Murphy in Vampire in Brooklyn. His <laughs> 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 vampire. Oh man, the, the best scene, one of the best. Listen, one of the scenes I saw when I saw it for the first time. Let me spit my water out. He was in. He was in the church. He was in the church. Said, "Oh God, goddamn!" <laughs> he started burning. Up. He started burning up. Uh, he made everybody go outside have church. Oh my God. So yeah. So I'm, I'm gonna go with those those two those two movies and those two characters right there. Okay. I personally, I love the the black chick in the craft just because I was like, finally a black girl <laughs> and something spooky. That's cool. And she, and like the whole thing with it was her hair. And I had like a lot of issues with my hair growing up. So I, I totally related to that. I didn't have like Marsha Brady from the you know Brady Bunch movie coming at me, but still. So we're going to get to the icing on this particular cake. And that's Jordan Peele, because it would be hard to argue that with just three movies, even just that one get out. He was able to submit himself as like one of the most celebrated horror directors of all time um i know it's one of your favorites Dre, mine as well but how do you both remember like do you remember your initial reaction after watching that movie get out made me not trust white people in spoons and and uh <laughs> <laughs> i did not i did not i did not i did not uh, uh so everybody out there in in, in podcast land my fiance and mother of my two children children is white. Yes, she is. I have no problem saying that. I just love my fucking life. However, I told her from jump, if I meet your mom and she <laughs> has a tea in a, in a spoon, I'm knocking that shit out of her hand. And she's tried that shit too. But she, because Emily told her. And then I, 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 I was like, I'm like this, like, look, don't listen. I would knock that shit out your hand. They, they didn't know it. Because she lives in, so, little backstory, my, my fancy lives in Seaside, Oregon which is literally the whitest place ever. When I, I literally lived there for a year when I moved out here from Philly to Oregon for work. And I lived there for there for a year. And the only black people that lived there, and, I, and I'm not even joking, it was me, a good friend, my good friend Reese, and a bartender who didn't date black guys. That was it. That was it. And it was a whole sea of white. So yeah, so you damn, you damn it's more right. like sea white. <laughs> yeah. So you damn right, I mean, that, that that initial movie, that part right there, because again, I, do I think that a lot of people don't know hypnosis? No. Do I do hypnosis is real? 
in this mm. room, maybe a little, a little bit. However, though, I'm not the one dumbass to find out. So, <laughs> so you try that shit. If you want to I'm knock that shit right out your hand. So yeah, that's my initial. That's my initial take on that. I remember. I mean, I like Jordan Peele, but I remember even the promos. What did it for me was the music. I think mm-hmm. that's what did it. Um, childish, Gambino. That thing you want? A, a really good horror movie. Obviously, we know music. We know some of these villains just by the music that's played. This the villain. His music doesn't rep- isn't attached to like one villain. It's just represented to the experience. Like he took some Childish Gambino's good thing, but you think I got five on it and took that mm-hmm. and slowed oh, that shit oh. down. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's brilliant. So it, we, and we just take things and make it better. And I don't ever remember hearing that song and thinking that it could give me a haunting kind of feel. But when you take it and you take the instrumentation that he took with it, slowed it down. My like, God damn, that is brilliant, man. I, everything about it was fun. And I remember thinking, I can't wait to go see that. And we ran out and saw that, me and the wife, and we're happy. I don't get scared much, but I was enthralled. I was just interested. What are they going to do? And one of the few times I didn't see what the actual story was, what the actual plot was, usually I can tell. It took me longer than usual to figure out exactly what they were getting at. And I should have picked it up earlier, but it's, it was just well done. And it made me happy to see a movie, a, a genre that I love done by you know by somebody who looks like me so i was also shocking that before that he did keanu with the cat so that was kind of like wow the guy who did keanu (laughs) is good and then just turns around and does probably i think the best horror movie of the 21st century Mm. genius and i mean Oh, and if you've never seen the key and peel sketch where he does gremlins 2 and he's the consultant that is oh. his most like I love Get Out, but that is my favorite thing Jordan Peele's ever done. Oh, Please okay. look it up. Okay. Um, so how do you think Get Out compares to Us and Note? Because obviously he came out of the gate, fucking you know, while and with Get Out and Us and Note are great, but I think people still go back to Get Out as his best. But you know, Us and Note are great too. I think that Get Out is Chef's Kiss. However, though it do. It, it, it does go down now. Here's, here's for me, and, and I, I don't. Want, and again, shout out to Kim uh, uh, Peel. For, yo, uh, he is he's, uh, he's amazing, but it does go down for me. Get out is on the top. Us is not bad. Like it's it's no. fucking fantastic actually. But mm-hmm. once you make get out, <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> then, it's really it's, hard. It's, to... it's hard. It's hard to keep that keep that thing. So it's it's it is get out us. And I'm not gonna lie, I did not like uh, um 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 uh, nope. nope. I didn't. I, I didn't. It was fucking weird. It was fucking weird as hell. I I hate the aliens. The, 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 oh my god, the the the, the like a paper plane that was wet. Paper <laughs> 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 wet that, 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 that opened plane. up. Oh my god. It, it was it was just so it was so, it was weird. It's a weird concept. It was, it was, it was, it was he hard. He said was hard. that uh, he wanted to make his like jaws like have this like looming monster and i think what like like get out perfect start to finish perfection of a movie from the writing to the score to the acting us what i like is that one was actually like really scary that one scared me just because of the fact like oh the scissors and everything and nope's just like a beautiful movie how he shot it in the dark i'll give him the technical for nope but the story it was a little hmm. for me 
I I remember when I think of these three movies, he, I kind of compare him to M Night Shyamalan, Shyamalan, Shyamalan. Oh, Shyamalan. Shyamalan. Whatever the hell his name is. The first one is an absolute classic. I see dead people. That is brilliant. Mm-hmm. And then it's crap from then on in. And I don't think I don't think Jordan's drop off is as significant as M Night, but. I, I personally, I was not a fan of us. I didn't like us that much. Oh, I, I mean, I, I it, it was okay, and maybe because I went in there hype. Yeah, I'm like, yo, Get Out is ridiculous. Let's go, and I left there. Mm, nope, like, this is fine. Yeah, exactly. It set such a such a precedent that I expected more. Any other person puts us out. Wow, that's cool. But he puts that out. I'm like, that's not get out. And I and that's and that's gonna be that's what's gonna happen when you put out perfection. When you put out great movies, musicians get that same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, Doggy Style is an absolute classic first album. That second one, what the fuck was that? <laughs> that's the difference. And that's the dip. I think Jordan Peele's the same thing. And then get out says Doggy Style. Oh my god. Oh my god. Perfect. Doggy Style's like. A ten perfectly produced. Everything is on point. It's just misogynistic enough to get by. It's all <laughs> the same foolishness on there. Get out was great, but then and then oh, and then, I don't know. But still better than most, but just not up to par based on what he's come up with. At least that's what I think. Uh, and in my shaman, because Harvey and I, again, if. When it comes to things, like a lot of things, I respect Harvey's Harvey's mindset. A lot of things, I disagree with one thing Harvey said, but in my Shimon, um, <laughs> it was <laughs> it was that fact that Six Sense, fantastic. I will say that, but when you say it's a super drop off, I don't know because I do like some other shit that in my Shimon did, like I like uh, uh, Unbreakable. Unbreakable was fucking fantastic. Unbreakable was, 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 was I so hated. Good. I hated Unbreakable. Uh, the village was ass. It was terrible. Um, signs was trash. Signs was not bad. It was not bad. Come on, signs was not bad. But split, split was hilarious. I didn't see split. Split was good. Now, 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 glass was horrible. Glass was fucking horrible. Split was actually pretty good. So, that's my first thing. Second thing, the reason why I love Get Out as well. And the reason why I kind of despise Jordan Peele for this one thing is that he didn't put out the the one ending that it probably should have had. If you want to see the awesome ending of of Get Out, just go on YouTube, say Get Out awesome ending. It, spoiler for people that's listening, the end of Get Out, his friend comes pick him up. He kills all the white white, white uh, people. His friend come pick him up and say, "Yo, I told you." And then, and then they drive off. The awesome ending is, who comes up is a cop. And he goes to jail. Mm-hmm. Mm. And his friend, mm. and his friend uh, is talking to him through a jail, uh, 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 oh, mm. well, oh, it's called, it's called, it's called. If you want to, again, get, get, give yourself about five minutes, go on YouTube, you get the awesome ending of, of Get Out. That's realistic. Yeah. That's what I thought through. was going to happen. I was like, mm. Oh no, he's going to jail. Okay. So um where do you hope Jordan Peele and other like upcoming black writers and directors take the horror genre? Like because obviously like Harvey said, everything we touch, we make it better. 
Well, to, to me, it need, it need be something original. I'm tired. I mean, even even Jordan Peele did it. I mean, he said produced it, but it was it was Candyman. I mean, I want to see some other shit that that I haven't seen before. I don't want to see Freddy Krueger top twenty five. I don't want to see Halloween a thousand. All right. I mean, you you took literally Jason everywhere. You took him to space. Right. That's true. Oh, no, not that serious. <laughs> right, right, right. Listen, I, I, I want to see if, if you want to do something, do something, do something original. Actually, Harvey, me, Harvey Kendrick, use your idea. Make a horror movie about cops. Mm-hmm. About cops. Uh, you want to scare the shit out of me? All right. I don't know. Some some racist, racist uh, alien cops. I don't, I don't know. Some, 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 <laughs> some shit. Some shit. But 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 I want some something original. I don't want to see the same shit over and over again. That's that's just me personally. I think I'm different from you, and obviously I'm older, and you know I have a penchant, a joy from like the classics. One thing that he went that Jordan Peele did is that he went back and he redid Twilight Zone, mm-hmm. and I love the Twilight Zone. I love that. Sh- I love that. It was fantastic. I would be interested while he's making original new content for him to inject us into older content, into other films and see what would change if all of a sudden there was a black character in it. I would love to just see movies. You know how many, how movies could be a lot shorter if every time you stuck a black person, maybe one or two in, and then you hear the music and white people are always going towards it. And it would just be these short films of black people like, um, um, Let's and we run off and then and then the credits because the shit is over. Nobody dies because nobody stayed around. Like it would be funny if you just did a bunch of those twenty movies that they cut out of instead of an hour and forty five minutes, four minutes. The first violin hits, black people break out, and then the movie's over. I think it would be hilarious. But originality, definitely. But I think putting a little blackness into some film, a little twist into some film i think might make it more interesting to see where we fit in old tropes in old films in old scripts would be interesting to see but you need the right black directors and producers and writers and editors to do it and i think you've got people who could do it given the opportunity so going off with kendrick just asked and just asked she asked like where where horror movies should go and she she didn't say just all black just black Directors, she said, directors. So, one thing that I really wanted that there was some couple ideas in the early 2000s, mid 2000s. I did want to see, now I know you said one original shit, but I'm going to pay back on something that just said. I do want to see versus shit. Freddy versus Jason, horrible as it is, I love. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Horrible as it is, I love. And they, and they was just supposed to make it Chuck versus Uppercut. All right. <laughs> Do that close to making that all right, all right. So I would love to see some some death matches. I would love to see some more verses. I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I, I mean, me me being the carnage that I am. Uh, it says that uh, it says that Hellraiser versus versus Pinhead and some shit like that. Like like oh my, like like I would love to see some shit like that. Got to shoot. Well, <laughs> Chucky versus Leprechaun would be really funny. I'd be cheering <laughs> on Chucky, my boy. But lastly, where do you think the genre of horror would be without all the black folks from the ones who died first to the ones who survived to the ones that have thrived behind the scenes? Where would horror be without black people? I think that's a loaded question. For the ones in the movies, for a lot of those movies where black people died just because, I don't know if it, I don't know if there'd be much of a change. 
we were just there as a throw-in. We weren't mm -hmm. in, we weren't integral to this to the plot. Us dying at that moment in a lot of cases didn't really change anything. It was just something to do. It, you know, it took a little time or something. So I think film to a degree would be the same. I think what you get with inclusiveness with black people behind the scenes as editors, as producers, as directors, as standings, when you bring a little style, a little class, I guess a little blackness to it, we make it cool. Black people, like we said before, mm -hmm. make things cool by our general presence. By being there, we make things cooler. So I think because there was a good, I mean, Scream, I've heard, I think I've read it, that Scream saved the genre. Like it was on the low, like there was nothing really coming and then Scream comes and brings it back. We, I, I don't know, I feel like black people to a degree, we do that. Music is kind of on the low, all of a sudden black people come out with something, a sports on the low, you bring a Tiger Woods in, you know, you have a lot of these, there's a lot of things that were great, falling apart, slip a black person in and we save it. And I don't know. We probably do that, and we and with horror in some small way, and we don't even really know that we're doing it. Probably right about one thing you said. I mean, quite often. One thing. Everything you said was he's right about. Uh, but the one thing I want to talk about is, like, especially in the seventy eighties. I mean, again, we want to stop saying for the show, Becky would die first. We'll stop saying that. Right. But they didn't survive a lot either. Mm -hmm. So. And he's right that I mean, we were sprinkled in to you know get that get get the kill to make sure that the 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 villain is as powerful as they say they are. So they they have that that, that body count. Um, so it, it it will be the same. It will be the same same shit. Um, I think the trajectory if black people were not in horror movies will be the same way. However, though there won't be a lot of R movies. By the way won't be the get outs to us, mm -hmm. tell us from the hood, vampire Brooklyn's, uh, whatever, scary movies. Um, so I mean it'll be boring, it'll be stale. It'll be stale as shit actually. It would probably the genre would probably die. The honest truth. No mm -hmm. flavor. Yeah, yeah exactly. Unseasoned chicken. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> how, how are those crime? We... That's the horror movie right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the Going to chicken. a white Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would love. I would again. It's a movie called Who Made Potato Salad. All right. It's 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 it's, it's, it's with Jaleel White. It's a comedy. Howard though, Howard though, you know how fucking great that would be. If that was a horror movie that mm -hmm. Black Widow had to go to like some cookout. And, and it was it was unseasoned everything. That fucking potato salad with raisins in it. <laughs> no, what you do is that. So it starts with. It, I think it starts with like whoever made the potato salad dead on the floor. And the rest of the movie's trying to figure out which black person killed them. And then you got a line and I'm like, I tasted it. Um, I didn't kill her, but I wanted to. And then everybody was like, you know what? I didn't do it, but I should have. You know, and everybody explaining why. And everybody brings a different um. spike. <laughs> Man, don't give away the whole plot. You can tell this. George Steele, <laughs> So now it is time for the spooky wheel of death speed round. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. first question, your favorite final girl. 
Well, for me, I'm going black. I'm going Brandy and that know she did last summer. Because uh, we, 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 I thought she was dead. Everybody thought she was dead. <laughs> then, it, 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 then she come out fucking uh, crib walking outside of that building. And then, <laughs> 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 and I, was, I, was, I was happy. Like, oh, oh, she's still alive? Oh, there you go. Okay, good for you. So I'm, I'm going, off the top of my head, I'm going Brandy. <laughs> She's like, I'm, have you ever survived a horror movie? <laughs> <laughs> the next one is, what do you think is the best genre of horror? There's slasher, there's paranormal, da 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 da, da. What's your, what do you like the best? Slasher. I like gory. If I watch horror, it needs to be absolutely unrealistic. For me, horror needs to not, it cannot possibly happen. So running around, just getting cut, just heads being chopped off, blood everywhere, guts intestines all that that's fun i think when i go to see more movies i'm trying to get away from like reality i want something that's completely absolutely ridiculous which is why i love stephen king because the stuff that he writes that shit can't happen for real and that's why the movies are fun so i think at least that's the genre then so a couple of things one i'm with you my favorite like franchise of horror is saw I love yes. Saw. I, yes. I love Saw. I love Saw with a passion. And I thought because some of those kills are fucking amazing. Saw 6 is my favorite Saw because that last kill, when his body, spoiler, when his body just oozes, like he put the poison into him and his body just oozes out and see all guts and, uh, oh, that shit's wow. How <laughs> though, I do want to say this. We hmm. need to start saying what is horror and what is not horror. Because something that people say is horror is not fucking horror. Mm -hmm. uh, Silence of the Lamb is not fucking horror. That's suspense. Misery is not horror. <laughs> Misery is not horror. It's, it's closer it's to horror than, than, than Silence of the Lamb. Uh, I think. Was, some of this shit is not horror to me. And because because I, I, I can see the where the, the scary, like where people be scared of, but it's, I don't know, it's, it's shit like that to me is not horror. We, we need to come up with some other form of genre because those moves like those are not horror to me at all for stephen king his the thing with him what he writes is horror mm -hmm. but what he writes is so imaginative and so hard to like put on to you i don't know if you can put to film what he says i think he writes he has a lot of stuff that he's written in horror and then when you try to make it a movie it doesn't end up it doesn't translate well but i agree with you there's a lot of stuff that's not horror that has horror pieces to it but it's more mm -hmm. suspenseful. Like, does any, but Seven isn't horror, but it's got some horrible shit in it. Mm -hmm. Some stuff that happens, but I don't think it's horror. It's suspense. It's the mm -hmm. perfect suspenseful film, but I wouldn't consider that a horror movie ever. Ever. Well, what is a movie that isn't horror, but feels like it? Titanic. <laughs> I mean, it would be really scary to, to crash on a, on a cruise. Oh, oh no, it's just scary. It's, no, it's just scary to watch. It's scary because it's bad. Yeah, it's just scary because it's horrible. <laughs> That's, scary, <laughs> That's terrible, dude. That's <laughs> terrible. Oh my god. What's um, that's not a horror movie, but feels like one. Oh wow. Well, again, I mean I have to go off the book to the set. I mean the the size of the lambs and, and the uh the uh the misery. No, no, again, I'm going more misery than Silence of the Lamb because again, Silence of the Lamb is just a really fucking good movie. You probably put that in almost all 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 genres. Uh misery is more which just scares me because I don't just don't want nobody to fuck my ankle up. I mean, that, 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 that's the one, that's the thing. That's why that's scary because it's it's realistic. You can see her yeah. just fucking up that man's 
ankle and they yeah. make sure you see some goriness that's what's scary about that so but that's a good question what's a really good question. horror but not a, oh oh i don't know robocop because it's just so damn bad it's a terrible movie uh, oh a, oh uh Jurassic park and i actually mean for it too it, it, it dress park a horror movie because again if, if shit like misery and and and, and sounds of the lamb categories horror then dress park should do yeah. me D dinosaurs come on to eat your ass that's me that's why horror and some of those godzilla movies too i don't know if they're really I'm, they're, i don't think they're horror movies i think i don't even know how you would classify those but king, some king, of them early ones king kong gets classified as horror so like the original king kong is like horror no way. Um, it's, it's, it's on the 104. That's in, they're out of their freaking mind. <laughs> There's no reason. that that That's a cautionary tale. That's a, a, yeah, no. King Kong represents something else entirely different. So I couldn't see, yeah, but you know, they say what they say. In the end, it's walking around with some white woman in danger. That's why they consider it horror. That's what we have. We have to watch Eddie Griffin's, uh, you can tell him I said it. He has the perfect joke about King Kong. He said, he said, King Kong's number of black story. He said, he, he, he got the white bitch start blowing the hoe. He said, he said, he said, he said, he said they, they took his white bitch. He swam, he swam to New York. He got the white bitch start climbing. Where's my white bitch? I need my white bitch. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my listen, God. listen, that's what he said. I'm not saying the opposite. Right, 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 right. We know that's not you. We know that's not you. Oh my God. Well, this one's a little lighter. A favorite Halloween costume you've ever had? Ever had? So I don't really, I don't really just for Halloween in person. However, what I want to do. And I've told Cam and Max Biz, I'll do this once when I start losing weight again. Uh, I'm going to be power line. Mm. I'm going to be power line from from the goofy movie, and I'm going to do the dance. There, there you go. Power, oh no, power line and Corbin uh, and not Corbin, I was, uh, Ruby Ride from uh, Fifth Element. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be Ruby Ride from Fifth Element one, one time. Like, again, I need to lose a couple of pounds, but. Dallas! Like, I'm, 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 I'm ready. I, I am ready. <laughs> I'm ready. Um, I never, I mean, Halloween was never a big thing for me, so I never really did the costumes and stuff, but now as a father and such, and obviously, and I, and I walk my daughters every year to go get candy and such. The, the only ever thing I ever considered and considered, I don't see myself doing it for a while. I was like, I could probably raise money if I told people, listen, if I make this amount of money, I would do a Will Smith costume. <laughs> and I would let people, and I would let people pick the character, whatever movie. But you'd have it would have to be a, you would have to donate, and then I would oh. wear whatever. So oh, 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 make 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 the GoFundMe because I'll put that. I'll put that. And the movie, the movie I'll pick is because 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 wait, do you act, act like him too? Because I would love to see because you know you hate it. I would love to see you put just a regular black suit, black white suit on. <laughs> And and do we uh the mid oh, do, do oh the Jesus <laughs> oh my God I make this look good I would just be doing dumb white Will Smith like <laughs> oh my goodness yeah mm, nice. make, make the go funny <laughs> all right what is the best weapon you think. Uh, you would use to survive in a horror movie, like something off the wall. It it, it would be somebody's. It would be a white person's dog, because they're not gonna kill me if I'm holding their dog. <laughs> white people love their animals. They love their animals. No, don't leave Scruffy alone. 
you know, let me get off the property or I will slit it, you know, I would hold some. <laughs> That would be my so, survival tactic. Harvey, Harvey, my answer is more fucked up. Uh, <laughs> the, my answer is white people themselves. I will throw this white people at <laughs> oh, He's coming. Because <laughs> again, the old trope is I don't have to. I don't have to be bashing you. Yeah. I just have to make sure. I, just make sure I, I got. I run you. I, I will trip the shit out of you. <laughs> and, then, and you just got square with, 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 with Jason. That's on you. All right. But again, it's white people themselves. I would throw them at that just run. I run so I can't run no more. The way they talk about black on black crime, just look on white on white crime in film. Yeah. film? What? Yeah. I'll kill my aunt to survive. Killer dead. <laughs> aunt Helen, she goes. I gotta make it off right <laughs> I mean, when I watch The Walking Dead, I'm always like, uh-uh. Like I would have pushed you. I would have <laughs> shoved you. I'm sorry if you like you were. I mean, I say a lot of horrible things when I was watching The Walking Dead. But <laughs> our, our last question is, or for the spooky round is. Mm. Uh, which house would you rather spend uh, one night in? The house from Hereditary, Get Out, or Texas Chainsaw? Well, to me, it, it won't be Texas Chainsaw. That, that, <laughs> that, 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 that is the last one. Man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna that. However, though, I haven't, I don't remember Hereditary. I'm not gonna lie. Oh. It's cults. It's very cult and creepy. People were just like, just in the shadows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, well, shit. Yeah, I don't remember Hereditary. Um, uh, Maybe I haven't seen it. And now I need to see it. Uh, so hereditary is good. So so do we get any weapons in this house, or just in the house? But like just just spending the night, man. Like do, do we do, do we bring things? Like <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, you can have a go and overnight bag if you want. <laughs> well, my my one night come with a gun. So that happens. I would. I think I'm good. I think I'm good with uh, get out get out of the house because I can shoot that white bitch. <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, get out, I'd be concerned with. Black people that grow up into that house don't make it out. So nope. not doing it. Um, Texas Chainsaw. Um, it might be Texas Chainsaw because the garage is the problem. I feel like you go outside as your ass. If I stay maybe in the master bathroom, lock the door, I might make it out alive. But I'm not going anywhere near where, where the where the chainsaws or the faces and such. I, I think I would try to survive with TCM. Well, you two, you survived this. So can you remind people where they can find Love is Black, Men of the Prize, and Masturbators Online? We'll go reverse alphabetical this time. And Dre. Okay, so hello, hello. Thank you. Well, thank you again to Kendra. For having us on, this is this is very very fun talking about black and horror. Uh, so for masturbators again, you can follow on, on every last single podcast uh, site there is, including YouTube. Uh, also, a website the idmtrpodcast.com. Network.com. Yeah, podcastnetwork.com. There you go. So idmtrpodcastnetwork.com, where you can find. Uh, the shows that we're talking about now, you can also find Crime Wine, you can the movies, Literature Reapers, uh, and Asipolis. Uh And also, you know, things that Kendra loves to write as well. Big shout out to her for, for uh, you know, doing all the background for that for the website. And yeah, this is very, very fun. Thank you for having us. And for me, you can find, like I mentioned, you can find Men of the Prize at harveylegear.com. All season one and two are there, and I am prepping for season three, so that's coming. 
you can also find Love is Black, the great black love story that we are writing week to week. As we record this, it will, the next episode will come out tomorrow, which is Thursday, but you know, there's no time. You can, every week we're dropping a chapter, just talking about great black love, no horror there, all happy. We like it that way. Loveisblackpodcast.com. That's where you can find us. Well, you too. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for surviving and talking about Black folks and horror with me today. And everyone, you can find all their information below. And as always, until next time, keep crushing it. Crushgasm is part of the I Did Not Make These Rankings podcast network, alongside some other pretty cool shows, including An Evening at the Movies, Crime, Rewind, Literature Reapers, Love is Black, Masturbators, Men are the Prize, and The Sipless. You can find all of us and more over at IDNMTRPodcastNetwork.com.